two years later, she said yes again when I asked her to marry me because this is how I met my wife. What is going on? This is the What Would You Do podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Featuring JJ and Nimi. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome everyone to the What Would You Do podcast. We always kick things off with a little Twitter thread or an Instagram thread or a Reddit thread or something funny we've found online just to ease us in. Yeah, warm us up for warm it. Us up. I found a really funny thread, which is uh, all about what we used to believe as children and kind of follows you through to adulthood until you had a realisation one Until day. you say it out loud and then you realise how stupid that thing was. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so what did you used to believe as a kid? Well, I used to believe that when we turned 18, we changed our names to a more adult sounding name like Greg, because I honestly couldn't fathom a little kid that went by the name Greg. (laughs) There are so many names like that. Thing is, I thought that my name would turn to John when I was eight, when I turned 18. So I thought JJ was the kid's name. And then when I become 18, that my name would then be John, like my dad's name, because my name's actually John. Yeah. So I could, I could last one for that. Yeah, it's dark. There's also other names like Phil and like Martha and like names like that. Vivian. Vivian. Barry. Bethany. Ian. It's just. Pete. Yeah. Why? There's no kid in the world called Barry. I'm guaranteeing this right now. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Do you know the baby called Barry? How many Barrys? Oh, how many Barrys are there in the world? It's, no, there'll be loads of baddies in the world. To baddies. How many baddies <laughs> how many are there baddies? in the world? <laughs> how many baddies are there in the world? I'm going to Google how many baby baddies are there. Okay, this did not give me the answer, guys. Yeah, no, not very helpful. But you know where we're going with this. Basically, if you're going to have a child anytime soon, please go for the more modern names. In 2021, there were 121 baby boys named Barry. Wow, so there are Barry's. Little baby bars. There's two-year-old Barry's running around right now. Not many, but there is. Yeah, fair. I mean, you went for the nice name, Phoenix. Yeah, I know. What were the other name options? You never told me. No, Phoenix was it for a boy. Girls' names we we argued about a lot, but Phoenix was always the boy's mm. name. So we're just glad that we just had the boy. Yeah. Um. So we didn't have to argue about it. So I, I probably would have won the argument. To be yeah. honest, I was very set, hell bent on what I wanted the name to be, but I won't say it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to jinx anything. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Okay. What did you used to believe as a kid? I thought drunk driving included things like milkshakes. <laughs> Imagine having a drive through Mackey's and like refusing to drink it as you're driving. That is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's freaky. That's really tickled me. Just holding an extra large milkshake. You not sip. You can't sip like it. Like shaking like... If or I you're do in the passenger seat but someone does, you're like, no, don't! Stop! The police will catch us. Um... What did you believe uh, when you were a kid? I thought when people died, they were taking long naps and we'd dig them up and wake them up later, which is why one day I decided to take my friend to the cemetery and dig up some bodies. No, she didn't. (laughs) It was really dark. That just took a really dark turn. Surely not. She's just trying to get some likes on this thread. Mental. In it. It's a bit too much that I probably shouldn't have read that out. No, you should have. That's funny. I should read these things no, in my don't. mind before I. No, that's funny. 
Okay. King man or imagine. Imagine being the mate going along with it though. Like being the friend that's like, oh, is that true? I know. They're just having a, they're hibernating. All right, let's go dig them up. <laughs> and they're there with a shovel for o'clock in the morning or midday. I, I feel like if you turned to me and you told me like the craziest things, like a body in, in buried is actually sleeping, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I would be that friend that would go along with it. Which are? I reckon I would. Like, if you told me convincingly, like, you could honestly convince me of anything, I feel. Yeah. And I'd believe you and go with it. I'm just feeling sorry for the person that went to visit their nan later on that week. <laughs> the next buried day. up arm just hanging out like... <laughs> okay. When I was around five, I asked my mother why people went to war. She replied that there were many reasons that countries went to war. So I believed countries went to war over raisins until I was about nine. <laughs> just raisins. Like, that's why countries go to war. Just a lack of, they've stole my raisins. So now we're going to debunk the whole country. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, I believe that my friend's mum was a murderer. We were in grade school and overheard her talking on the phone about the extra time in between flights. She says, we have to kill it. We have to kill time. It didn't occur to me until I was in my late 20s what she really meant. <laughs> oh my God, these people surely not. There's always a neighbour that you were like a bit freaked out by though. Did you not have that neighbour? There was a lady that moved into my house. So a lady bought my old, my old house and every time we used to drive past it, my dad would be like, oh, she's a witch. So then I just was convinced she was, she a, was witch, a witch, like doing potions in cauldron and stuff. But obviously... She probably like got a cheaper deal out of my dad and he was just calling her a witch constantly. Yeah. Like she was annoying. Yeah. And there was me genuinely thinking that woman that lived in our old house was a witch. See, and was doing spells in my old bedroom. Yeah, I can relate because we had two two elderly women who lived like across the road from us when we were growing up. Yeah. And you know, when you were little, there was we didn't have social media, we didn't have phones, there was literally nothing to do. So you would like people watch from the window. Yeah. You'd make up stories about people as they were walking by or whatever they were doing. What a life you had. <laughs> I was just I was like playing rat attack ginger, messing stuff up. That's what I was doing. I was just like a princess up yeah. in my tower. I'm just gonna peep out from my window. Yeah, I'll have a little peek. And um these two women, like, I genuinely this whole time thought they were like best friends living together. Like they just looked like they had the life. They would go out, get groceries together, come back, unpack, they'd always be giggling and laughing. And then when we were playing out on the street, they'd give us some sweets and stuff. And Basically, I went to find out. That's when I got a bit older and realised lesbians were a thing. And they were actually... The scissors. JJ, I don't know. That's not what I was speaking at. I didn't see it. But as I got older and even now thinking about it, duh, obviously they were a... They were a couple. A lesbian couple, yeah. Uh, But that whole time I was making up scenarios that they were two best friends who lived together or like two sisters... Or like, you know, something yeah, along yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah. But actually they were just at it. They were at it. Mad they were respect. living the dream. Last one of what you believed as a kid uh, that took you through to adulthood. I honestly believed that airbags in cars were filled with rocks to ensure you would instantly die and not suffer. <laughs> fucking morbid. It's morbid. <laughs> just to put you out of your misery quick yeah like I mean it kind of makes sense but airbags I've heard like really hurt like they'll bruise you up now I've become a parent you've really got to be careful what you say to your kids because they just hold on to the smallest thing and run with it I believe I've told you this before I believe my dad was shot (laughs) I thought my dad was 50 cent he'd been shot nine times (laughs) 
Because he told me, because he had this uh, mark on his arm where I was like, oh yeah, I was shot and stuff like this. And I was like, that's believable. You're a pretty rough bloke. And turns out he had their flu jab. <laughs> it was just, he was just had a flu scarred. jab. And I found out when I was 25, that it was a flu jab. Oh yeah. You've blown my mind, actually. <laughs> Dak, she just said, what if he just said I got a shot? As in like a flu shot. Guys, and I've gone, my dad's 50 cent. I have actual goosebumps. That tells us more about your mindset than anything got to do with your dad. I know, in my head, my dad was like the toughest man in the world. Like, of course he got shot and survived. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. And so you put them up on that pedestal. Yeah. I told everyone on the playground and everything, my dad got shot, my dad got shot. I um I convinced my sister, and I think I told you this before, when we were growing up in the UK, especially, you've got these like massive, like round, what are they called when you're driving past them on the motorway? Yeah. And they're filled with something, right? And um I you drive to, past what on the motorway? Like a, It's like a huge, like industrial quarry. Qu- right. It's, okay. a, it's a working class job. Okay. Really. Sorry. Yeah, she's like this that- huge <laughs> extravaganza <laughs> of rocks and pebbles. It's so posh. It's a quarry. What the Where, like, good, honest, working class men are in lorries and collecting it and taking it to your next home (laughs) to pebble dash it. My next home. (laughs) Me personally. Your 15th house. (laughs) Okay, a quarry. Whatever it is. Big, deep trenches. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, it sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the size of my swimming pool in my yeah. spare home it looked incredible it looked super Inquiry. cool anyway my sister would always ask me when we were driving along like what's in that what is in it yeah. and I couldn't I didn't even know so I used to tell her that's where we kept dead bodies so every time we would drive past my sister would like like side eye and like be really scared probably saying a prayer <laughs> like, rest, in peace. rest in peace but yeah I used to convince her of things like that I was quite bad you were actually. like the, the really harsh older sister yeah anything else that you convinced them of I'm really trying to wrap my brains of like things I believed as a kid. I feel like I believed everything I was told. Yeah, obviously. I thought my dad had flu shot and I actually got shot. My cousin once told me that like in bathtubs, that like this, a girl died in a bathtub that our family home was in. And so... True story. No, well, I thought it was true at the time. I think my cousin was obviously just trying to scare me. Yeah. This girl died in this bathtub. And so every time you're sitting in the bath you'll hear her voice like speaking to you from the drain. And she said that happens in every bathtub, like girls die in every bathtub. So growing up, I was terrified of baths, like going in a bath. I was like, no, don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. You were like two arms, two legs like over the bath, just spread eagled over it. (laughs) Just (laughs) Spider-Manning over the bath. That was literally Did you ever see ghosts or anything growing up? Um, or like, did you imagine maybe seeing them? Well, I just had terrible nightmares. So I don't think I ever saw anything in real life. Yeah. My dad claims he did though. Okay. Um, And he said that he saw this like figure in this really old house. And like, there was like a candle inside of it, like mm. a flame. Mm. And then all of a sudden it vanished. I saw one in Cyprus. <laughs> As you do. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Cyprus. Just around the corner from my Napa. Oh yeah. On, the fa- on a family holiday. And I was in a bedroom with my sister and my brother and then I'd woke up and then I grabbed down to b- between my legs actually yeah. and then I just pulled this head up and I pulled it up and have you watched Jeepers Creepers? Yeah. When the eyes are sewn together and the mouth sewn oh, together it's all yeah. like rotted and stuff like that and I saw that and I just like 
screamed my lungs out, ran out of the hotel <sighs> bedroom, went to my mum and stepdad's room, knocked on the door. They didn't answer. So I just walked back to bed. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you sure that, was, that wasn't like you dreaming? Yeah, probably, but obviously, yeah. Unless I'm getting blossed by a Jeepers Creeper <laughs> horror, horror show. Oh my God. When I was eight years you old. You would only wish. But then there was another one. I used to always see a gorilla outside my bedroom to the point I actually got quite friendly with it. Oh. So like I used to, I used to always want to sleep with the bathroom light on just outside my bedroom mm. and my dad would always switch it off because obviously electricity bills or whatever. So I'd yeah. like walk out, turn it on and then he'd walk off, turn it off and then I'd literally keep walking back and every time I walked back, I saw this gorilla just pop his head around the corner and it got, I was terrified at first but after like the fifth, sixth, seventh time you've seen it, you're like, no mate, not today. I turn the light on, it disappears. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Did you, are you sure that wasn't like an imaginary friend? A fucking weird kid, man. Yeah, you really, really oh, were. I used to believe the things when, you know, like Slender Man. Have you heard of Slender Man? What's Slender Man? It actually became a thing where girls actually tried to kill their classmate because of Slender Man. So it evolved over time. But now what Slender Man is, is, is like a cult and people like strongly believe the Slender Man thing exists. So it like, looks like it's got a bit of an alien head. He's super tall. Like he's like 12 foot tall. Is it a film? I think it used to be a film yeah. and it was like a comic animation thing and really long arms and it basically tells you to do really bad things. Yeah. It waits outside your bedroom bedroom window, tells you to do things. And these girls were convinced, like they were like Slenderman, like worshippers. And they were convinced that this person, that Slenderman told them to kill their classmate. So they took their classmate to the forest, tried to kill her. She survived, told the tale and it all came out. But it's actually a thing, like it's like a dark cult online thing. The way you tell these stories, Nimi, is like you're excited by it. Uh, and it's freaky. You know what? Like, this gave me shivers down my spine. You were like, Slenderman, what a G. <laughs> this is what he's up to. Like, he is a G. Like, as in, I don't condone trying to kill anyone, but I like the concept of like human psychology, like how f***ed up humans Yeah, that you've be. just like been told by something or someone that's yeah. like something in your own brain. And also when you go, when you're in that questioning room and you go to jail and you're in court, you're just going to be like, Slenderman told me to do it. You're not going to take accountability, are you? This is really weird that we're talking about this because I have a grave story. Okay. We're having a really morbid episode. We're underlit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like goosebumps. The light fell off the top, so now it's sitting now on our sitting floor below, facing was, us. We've got nice chin light. Yeah. It's a Twitter thread, a story um, of a guy visiting a grave. Mm -hmm. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, please. My dad died. No. Classic start to a funny story. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, is this your story? <laughs> <laughs> My dad died. Classic start to a funny story. He was buried in a small village in Sussex. I was really close to my dad, so I visited his grave a lot. I still do. I always took flowers and my mum visited a lot and she always took flowers. And my grandparents were still alive and they always took flowers. My dad's grave frequently resembled a solid third place finish at the Chelsea Flower Show. No way, that's amazing. Nice, but I felt bad for the guy buried next to my dad. He never had flowers. Died on Christmas Day, aged 37. No one left him flowers and now there's a pop-up florist in the grave next door. So I started buying him flowers. I started buying flowers for a deceased man I'd never met. Wow. <laughs> I did this for quite some time, but I never mentioned it to anyone. It was a little private joke with myself. I was making the world a better place, one bunch of flowers at a time. I know it sounds weird, but I came to think of him as a friend. Aww. A deceased man that you've never met. Yeah. Why are you saying, oh? Because it's so nice. It's just a nice gesture, isn't it? Well, we'll see. Okay. I wondered if there was any hidden connection between us, something secretly drawing me to him. Maybe we went to the same school. 
played for the same football club or whatever. So I Googled his name and then 10 seconds later I found him. Oh no. His wife didn't leave him flowers because he'd murdered her on Christmas Day. After he murdered his wife, he murdered her parents too. No. And after that, he jumped in front of the only train going through the tunnel that Christmas night. And that was why no one ever left him flowers. No one except me, of course. I left him flowers. I left him flowers every couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks for two and a half years. That is so good. That is so good. Oh my God. I felt terrible for his wife and her parents. Now, I wasn't going to leave them flowers every couple of weeks for two and a half years, but I did feel like I owed them some sort of apology. Oh, God. I found out where they were buried, bought flowers and drove to the cemetery. As I was standing at their graves, mumbling apologies, a woman appeared behind me. She wanted to know who I was and why I was leaving flowers for her aunt and grandparents. Awkward. I explained that she's... uh, I explained and she said, okay, that's weird, but quite sweet. I said, thanks. Yeah, it is a bit weird. And oh God, I asked her out for a drink. No way. (laughs) Incredibly, she said yes. Two years later, she said yes again when I asked her to marry me because this is how I met my wife. What is going on? This is too much. This is just, this is an emotional roller coaster and I can't keep up. (laughs) That's it. That is it. That's how we met his wife. So let's break this down, okay? Yeah, okay. When, okay, you go to a grave to obviously visit your family members or friends or whatever. Yeah. Why do you care about the grave next to you? You would care. I would care. You would 100% create a story of the person who didn't have flowers and maybe was an only child and you felt you you would have done this. Okay, and then he goes looking for this person to figure out who they are. Yeah, Googled it to like figure out why why am I drawn to this person? Okay, and then he finds out he's an absolute psychopath murderer. Yeah, murdered his wife and then his wife's parents and then killed himself. And then he felt bad for the wife and the parents yeah. that were killed. So he found where they were and went to visit their grave yeah. to do what? To pay say his sorry. respects? Yeah, to say sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. I've been leaving flowers for two and a half years to the man that killed you. I'm really <laughs> sars, like sars. And then that's where he meets his wife Stood because wife-to-be because she is involved in this whole family situation. So if you don't understand why things are working out a certain way, just trust the process. That Imagine. Means having to put flowers on a murderous man's grave. Yeah. Imagine their kids like one day, Mum, Dad, how did you meet? Yeah. He's going to have to break this story down. He's going to have to just show this podcast. You read it so elegantly. <laughs> you you read it really, yeah. really well. It reminds me of this story where we were like house hunting back in the UK uh, for my mum and dad's house. And we came across this one home which we adored, right? We were obsessed with it. Yeah. We were like, we have to put down an offer. This is it. Then we asked the agent, like, is there anything we need to know about this house? Is there anything at all? He was like, no, like um, the guy just wants to sell it. Actually, it's his kids that want to sell it. They yeah. just want to get rid of the house. And that's why. If the why. kids want to sell it, then obviously this person has died in the house. Well, no. Okay. So we then thought, let's Google the house just in case. Thank God we did. Yeah. Because instantly it came up as, I don't know if you remember this story from the UK. This guy killed his wife, like stabbed her to death in their home put her in the back of his uh, red Mercedes boot, which is like an old classical car, and then drove across across the country trying to get to Dover to cross over to France. Yeah. He got caught in that car anyway. Just bear this in mind. I was in that house, walking around, 
went into the garage. There was a red Mercedes in the garage, no which way. we were like looking at and like admiring, thinking this is a really cool old school Does car. this come with the house? Does this come with the property? Yeah. I went upstairs. Are there I any ha- quarries nearby? <laughs> <laughs> I had this like tendency to open cupboard doors in like houses that I would go to this view. Is I would like open the cupboard doors and there were loads of men's clothing. And I like men's clothing. So I was like looking at like blazers and stuff. And I was like, you know, when you, you're a kid and so you're like going like this to and them. You're doing a full on fashion show with a murderous man's <laughs> Trying on blazer. his blazers. By now he's fully in jail, he's serving life and his kids are trying to get rid of the mansion. And we were about to buy that house. I was like literally in the spot, in the kitchen where he killed her. Oh my God. Imagine, I would have seen ghosts for days. That's terrifying. Yeah. I thought the story was going to go like, oh, we spoke to the agent, anything wrong with this property? They're like, oh yeah, working class family next door, which probably would have been more 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 bad for you. (laughs) We were like, no, The no. Thompsons are next yeah. door. Fuck that. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you Get very much. Get me out of here. Yeah, pass. Um, you have a what would you do? Oh, yeah. Okay. So every episode we like to do a what would you do? You send through stories. We haven't or... even welcomed the show yet. Oh, yeah, we have Welcome to what would you do podcast. How far into it are we this? All right. What would you do podcast? JJ and Nimi, where you send in your stories of situations you have been gone through or going through. Even if you've seen like the grave story we just told, if you find yeah. something like that and oh you want gosh, us to talk it about it, like send it through. Twitter, Fred, you might have seen that you want us to talk about, we can do that. But we most likely would like your stories that you have been going through. Um, send it to our Instagram, what would you do podcast? And we will uh, tell you what I, we would do in that situation. It always is quite fun. Yeah, we love to hear from you yeah. and, and saves us from doing more work, to be honest. It's so. research that we can't be asked to do. <laughs> yeah, send it through. Thank you. We're honest with it. So... I found a thread on Instagram, which I had to use as uh, what would you do today? Mm. So it's if you just won $30 million and your mum needed eye surgery on her left eye to save it for $29 million. What's she getting a diamante in her eyeball? <laughs> what are you doing? So you've you've won $30 million. Yeah. You're buzzing. Yeah, amazing. You're so happy about Laughing it. Laughing to the bank. Your mum's happy about it. She's so happy. You throw your arms around your mum's face and you poke her eye out. Yeah. And now she needs eye surgery or a fake mil. eye for $29 million. What are you doing? I would go straight to the yellow pages back in the day or Google yeah. and find a cheaper place to get your eyes done. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have some left over. Or go like, how long can you, is, is it okay to live with one eye? People do it. I'm sure you can survive. I like that your your initial instinct was very kind. Like, like cost cut. You, yeah. You want to find a solution for your mum, but let's find a cheaper option. But we're going with the scenario that there isn't a cheaper option. There isn't is, a cheaper option. This is the only option. So like, would you just be happy with a million dollars? Yeah. So it's a million dollars plus you feel good that you've saved your mum's eye or 30 million G's, 30 million bags. Well, look, I'm going to share with you how people reacted and on the comments that they left on this thread. Okay. So if you just won $30 million and your mum needs left eye surgery for $29 million, what would you do? What a wild scenario, by the way. Who comes up with this? Okay, what would you do? At Famous Phillips says, she's seen enough. (laughs) Um, Yaz Doe says my mum says she's got eyes in the back of her head so I think she's straight she's fine (laughs) Uh, um, she goes uh, another one that's what your mum would say I know I know and then obviously there's like one person in the thread who likes to go all serious like no I love my mum no amount of money is worth the health of my mother calm down it's not health chill it's just one eye do you know what I mean um 
get her health insurance and then get a second opinion. Benjamin is his username. Oh, Benjamin I mean, that, needs to have sex. That re- <laughs> One absolute virgin. <laughs> Sean says I would start. <laughs> Sean says I would start her an eye patch line. Clever. <laughs> 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 uh, um, Mi- oh, this is my mum's name, Minnie. Minnie says mum would see the house I'd get her with her other eye. <laughs> Look, Imagine mom. that actually was your mum. <laughs> Look, mum. That was your mum kind of minutes ago. My Nimmy would always help me out. I don't know if I would. I don't think you would. I also feel like my mum would take me to the side and be like, are you effing stupid? Yeah. $30 million. I've seen enough life. You don't need to spend that money on me. She'd just be one eye mini. But you can't, when you have one eye, your, dece- your deception is gone. So yeah. you, she can't drive again. Mm. She can't do anything because you don't know how far if you drive with it I've tried it a couple of times if you drive with the yeah, hand over your it's game over you can't see how far a car is ahead of you yeah but the thing is like I don't know why I do that on the road but I would spend <laughs> I would it. <laughs> I know, you're safe uh, why it wouldn't the thing is my mum like wouldn't want me to spend that money but also on top of that I would spend the money on taking care of her yeah you know it would cost her it would cost a lot of money I'd put that towards her care but I'd like, still have lots left off. over Nimi here's some portfolio options exactly welcome to the big leagues <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> last one because I have to share this um, Hassan says it still won't make her see me so <laughs> you get it yes because <laughs> JJ's savage. like I can relate yeah. <laughs> my mum doesn't see me either <laughs> 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 nah, reply to my text, mum. <laughs> JJ's using this podcast to get through to his mum. Thing is, it's been my mum's birthday recently, yeah? And my two sisters were like, we really want to get her this Dyson hairdryer. Yeah. Like, this is what we'll get her. Let's all chip in because it's like 1,500 dirhams or something like that. So we're like, all right, we're chipping 500 dirhams each to, to get her this hairdryer. And I was like, that's a fair amount. 60th mm. birthday. We've got her a big present together. Yeah. And then one of my other sisters called up no, one of the sisters that bought the hairdryer didn't tell her we'd bought her it. Going, oh, what are you, what are you getting for your birthday? Like, what do you want? And she's like, oh, JJ's getting me a bracelet. And I was like, <laughs> fucking, I've just bought your fucking hairdryer. I've gone thirds on a hairdryer. I've never said anything about a bracelet. Did she's she like, just make that up? I don't remember having this conversation, Nimi. And then she was like, no, no, JJ's getting me a bracelet. I'm really looking forward to it. He's, yeah, it's really nice because I broke my old one, so he's going to get me a new one. And I was like, you bought. What a way to get a gift, though. It's like, like a, yeah, I know. Very good. Because I ended up buying this bracelet as well. Yeah, what a way to, like, basically tell someone what to get you yeah. without telling them what to get so you. So I ended up spending oh, way over a thousand dirhams on my mom. Oh, my God. It's nice to do. I, I mean, that's generous of you. Generous, but skin. Yeah, well, let's hope she just doesn't need an eye. Well, you're never going to come into $30 million, are you? No, but if I did, no, mum would be blind. <laughs> yeah, I love you. I'd be like, but... is there another $30 million on the table for the other eye? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd be like. Then we'll have the conversation. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. No, we've got one more. Oh, yeah, we do. Go on. All I see on this the sheet in front be... of us says lesbian cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know it's JJ's story. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, no one wants to see JJ's Google history. This oh, is more God. looking for advice, Nimi. Um, my cousin came out last year. But we always knew she was a lesbian, you know, like you just kind of know. Yeah. Um, at my mum's birthday party, she hit on my wife nonstop. My wife giggled, but I knew she didn't like it. I confronted my cousin. This is what I said. Me. Back off. She doesn't like puss. She likes D. 
it's worse than that. I'm actually, I'm actually, oh, like making this better. Cousin showed pics on her phone, said, recognize this puss? That's my mouth on it. It was my wife. Wife says it happened just a few times. Cousin said it happened every Thursday for a year and that it's my fault because I don't give my wife oral pleasure. I told her real men don't do that. And now my uncles were outraged. Huge argument. My entire family knows my wife cheated and with a woman that and also that I don't eat puss. Advice. <laughs> Just dropping advice at the end. I mean, seriously. My favourite part of that is that the bloke went, real men don't do that. And then the uncles were like, yes, we do. We do. <laughs> wow. I want to like... There's a lot going on. There's here. a lot going on. One thing I just like want We probably to... should have ended the show earlier. We probably should have. But like one thing like I want to make very clear. Also, I know my mom's listening to this right now. But like I I know friends who have partners who don't do that. What are we talking about? <laughs> like, who don't give them pleasure. You know, you are Oh no, to I say actually it. don't. I'm trying to think what gender are you talking about. Okay. My girlfriends used to have partners, male partners. That didn't do that. That did not do that. Yeah. <clears throat> and You're really struggling. I'm really struggling really here because I'm trying up. to keep You're it in like... your 30s, grow up. No, totally. But we've got a brand to protect here. <laughs> <laughs> what brand? Um, I'll message anyway. your mum. Yeah, mum, sorry about Find this. Her but her opinion like, on this. But like guys who didn't do that. And like for girls, it is a shock when they come across guys that don't want to do it and don't feel comfortable doing yeah. it and so to any guys who find it like icky or weird eat purse just do it's time it. to eat purse just do it just do it <laughs> just it's do time it time to eat purse yeah like don't be shy yeah that's all I wanted to say on that sick well done deep deep sorry my husband by the way JJ <laughs> you, don't you were basically saying it without saying it my mum is to this no that's not what I'm saying I'm giving guys advice I'm giving guys advice there because I had girlfriends that used to always feel come across this yeah <laughs> <laughs> you chat some shit no Steve does a good job no. JJ this is what we're stop. saying stop <laughs> I've got the finger out now <laughs> stop <laughs> uh, okay so the, the guy the guy um needs advice the, the advice from Nimi is eat puss <laughs> just just do it um, so you'll get your wife advice back advice with how to deal with this situation now as a man yeah who has just found out that her his wife is now having pussy eaten by her his, his cousin his cousin you know they say every woman is low key a lesbian yeah they do say that I and do by know they that. I don't know who they is mm. but they do say that no no I've heard that before that women do, I think, how to put this? Go on. Now you try, are you trying to be politically correct? No. Oh, okay. You've, have you been through the last recording? I know, because you've got no brand to protect. I though. have nothing to protect. <laughs> um, I think that women find it, e like women find women attractive easier than men find, find men, men attractive, attractive, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like it's more normalised. Yeah. For a, and and like for a what woman, you and, girls were doing at house parties or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It was more just kind of child's play. Yeah, 
at the teenage not expl- taken seriously explorational part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, not taken seriously at all. Tell me about your experience. I've never, I've actually <laughs> never had an experience. But I love how you tried to get me there. Because no, I was like getting the yeses out of you, a bit of a sales technique, just going like yeah, obviously yeah, when you have yeah, 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 yeah. child when you're out with your teenage friend yeah. and you're popping back. Yeah, your pajamas are on. Yeah, you're having pillow fights. Yes. One girl gets a puss out. No. <laughs> but listen, you're gutted if you're this guy. Yeah, absolutely devastated. Because you, your uncles hate you. Yeah. Because you're not doing it. Your cousins just literally told you that you're whack. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. For it's a not, year. For a, Oh, God. I would kind of just, at this point, you turn around to your partner and you say, it's day, it was good Thursday whilst anyway. it lasted, but you sod off. Yeah. Go, go be with her every Thursday. I'm unavailable. Yeah. It's a shame it's the cousin because if it was just like a friend, as a man, you can kind of work with it. But as it's his cousin, Mm. it's obviously, unless they're just a weird family and they're into that sort of thing. But the thing is, I reckon he would probably forgive his wife quicker than he would forgive the cousin. It's weird like that when yeah, cheating is, situations yes. like that happen. Like they hate the person the, the, from the outside in, but like they forgive their partner, partner quicker. Partner, maybe. Like, can we actually just quickly get into the psyche of that before we wrap this episode up? Let's understand it just yeah. very quickly. Why is it then when you get cheated on, you hate the other person who cheated with, with your, your partner, partner more than you hate your partner? Oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry, it was fitty fitty. It was 50 50. Like, people. They both did it. It took both of them. I've never really dived into it and thought about it. It's just always the case though, isn't it? Yeah, like they're quicker to forgive the person, but absolutely hate the person that maybe lured, in their head, lured you away from them. I think they'd like to convince themselves that that was the story, Mm. but it was actually probably the partner actively looking. I think the moral of this episode is Mm. men need to eat purse. (laughs) Nimi Meta 2023. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't quote me. That might be the me. title. No, it won't be the title. Don't quote me. We don't need quoting you. You said it. No, I didn't. I'm going <laughs> to have to. We don't need to quote you. You said it. But thank you. Yeah, thank you so for much. For listening to a slightly dark, but then also... That was a really weird episode. Sexual episode by the end. Yeah. Went like, from graveyards to eating poon. Yeah. But thanks for listening. Remember, get involved. What would you do? Podcast on Instagram. With all of your stories in which you are going through that you would like to, JJ and Nimi to say what we would do in those situations. Obviously, we've kind of teased the kind of stories we're doing at the yeah. moment. Um, nothing's off the table. Um, and we will, of course, keep you anonymous throughout. Yeah, listen, make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe, leave us reviews, um, follow us on socials as well. On Instagram, it's uh, What Would You Do Podcast, but on TikTok and YouTube, it's WWYD Podcast. Yeah, and on Twitter, it's WWYD JJ Nimi. So we wish you best of luck <laughs> uh, figuring all that out. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Yeah, dissect that one. Um, see you next week, Jai Ho. <laughs> JJ! That's our sign off now. Jai Ho! Why? It's the worst song. It's not an Indian song. Yes, it is. What's wrong with you? It's a Bollywood banger. You need another one. Enough. Nicole Scherzing is a Bollywood star. (laughs) Just wonder up. Love ya. Bye.